Hello out there, this is Jason Kupsik, and I would like to welcome you to the your favorite freaky time, the Ectoplasm Show. And I got Josh here with me, of course. What's How's up? How's it going, Josh? It's going good, man. That was a hell yeah. of an intro. I like it. Yeah, you, you like it? You need I to do this. on my radio voice. You need to do this, like, uh, for every episode. <laughs> that would be fine. I don't, I don't want to take your thunder. Fuck the thunder, dude. <laughs> yeah? Well, no. I have a couple of, uh, I know you've been waiting for them. I have a couple of um, surprises for you. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. The, f- the first one here, I'm actually pulling somebody else into the call here. Hopefully he pops right up. And you could probably no see fucking way, dude. No. Hopefully he answers because he said he was sitting by his computer waiting for us. Dude. So, um, come on, Mike Diamond. Where is he? I don't know. We may have to send him a text. I just oh, got excited. Mike. Oh my god, I just got excited. There he is. <laughs> What's up? How's it going, Mike? Can you hear us? Oh, we can't hear you, Mike. Uh, he's got a... F- Oh, he's he's finagling it. That's what he's doing. Yeah. This is what happens when you don't tell people what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good sauce, man. Yeah. He said you never called. Hello. What's up? Hey. No, I never did call him because I'm a shady prick like that. What's up, man? (laughs) Yo, Josh, you like in a rave over there? Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. (laughs) So the reason, the reason I wanted to bring somebody else in on this episode and the reason why I wanted to intro the show is because this is my 40th episode on the Ectoplasm show. Holy hell, man. Yeah. Look at you doing math. (laughs) (laughs) So how's it going, Mike? How's it going up there? I'm chilling. I'm uh, praying for snow. Yeah. As people who work in schools do. Right. It's desperate and sad. And uh, it's looking like it's not going to happen. So, damn it! <laughs> oh my god! So, why don't you? Uh, um, most people out there that listen to us know of Paranormal Warehouse. Before we get into the dreams and stuff in this episode, why don't you pimp your shit real quick, Mike? I'll do that. Um, so, me and my buddy Chris, we run a website called Paranormal Warehouse. And uh, basically, we created it to be a place for uh, people to share evidence and ideas, just like a central hub where it's, um, you know, all paranormal. And we're always hoping to bring people together and uh, make them feel a little bit better. Heck yeah. I I like the website. I go on it uh, from time to time. I need to get on there more. And I, I mentioned this to you before. Is there any app coming or do you want to build an app or if like uh that? if i had some free reigning cash i would have that up <laughs> yeah like the split but that is definitely not the case <laughs> <laughs> the apps are a uh kind of a necessary evil and they suck man because like i've been looking all over the place for like a free app even just for the ectoplasm show something really simple stupid pictures of of jason's sexy ass and just like the RSS feed, you know, like something really simple and basic. And it's, it's it would still cost out the nose just to do it. So I don't know. I don't see it. Happening. I know that they used to you used to be able to make a free app that would just 
they click on it, you go to a website. But I, I didn't do that. I used to have one for my group, but I didn't make it, and I don't know if that's still a thing. You probably have to pay, even just to have it go to your website now. Right. It's kind of yeah. I've looked into a couple of things, but um, like honestly, I didn't put that much thought into it. Uh, I just was discouraged immediately by the cost of things. So maybe yeah. I'll revisit that and see how it goes. Here we so, go. So uh, I'm re I'm re recording the I'm re uh, screen capturing. That's what I'm doing. Re re screen capturing. Yeah. Okay. So are you excited to get down back down to Kansas City, Mike? Yeah, man. I uh, yeah. The, missing the one year was a bummer. I'm ready to roll. This year's gonna be bigger and better than ever. And I can't I still can't announce who we may have coming in, but I'll tell you off the air. Okay, sweet. Um But what was I gonna say? Oh, everybody was so excited to have me back last year. They all came up to me and said um how much they didn't like Hector. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um how much they even Hector. Even his wife was like, I'm so glad you're back running this thing. Yeah. So it's good sauce. Well, that's though. exciting. Yeah. I get to, uh, I'll force two of my buddies and we'll take the trip again. Hell yeah. Dude, that's so going to be so much about- fun. Oh my God. That's going to be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, oh. uh, anytime, like the three times I was down there, every time, like, someone threw up or something <laughs> ridiculous happened, <laughs> it's never been normal. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So kinda- let's get into dreams a little bit here. You want to talk dreams? Yeah, I, I want to talk dreams. Let me talk uh, about the different kinds of dream. Have, yeah, either of you ever had a lucid dream? It's uh, not really a paranormal thing per se, but it is a, a fringe topic, I guess. Yeah, never lucid dream. I've had uh, like hallucinogenic sleep paralysis, I think, which is terrible. Yeah. I would not recommend anyone <laughs> have that. Not like it's in, under their control. <laughs> but uh it's a really scary thing, actually. I couldn't um, even I couldn't so, even imagine doing that. Like having that happen and being helpless or feeling helpless. Um that freaking terrifies me. I'm the kind of guy that would wake up and, and I don't know. Like want to punch something, maybe? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you can't even move, so now you're like, "Oh shit!" Now what? So yeah, screw that. So I have I've had one lucid dream. I I want to try lucid dreaming. My uncle actually he lives in California, and he's in a lucid dreaming group where they have people in there that just that's what they do every night. They do whatever the hell they want in their dreams. Now, I have another story about a guy out there. I'll get to, but. My lucid dreaming experience comes down to a whole probably three seconds in a dream. Um, well, for people first, for people that don't know what lucid dreaming is, it's where you are aware you are dreaming and you're pretty much able to do whatever you want in the dream is the the uh, more advanced lucid dreaming. So my dream, I was freaked out because there was a comet coming to hit the planet and I realized that I was lucid dreaming. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm just in a dream. And then, bam, the comet hits and everybody dies and I wake up. So. Shit. <laughs> so brief. But, yeah, I tried. They say that if you, if as you're going to sleep, if you tell yourself something um, in a repetitive way, it's easier. Like, a lot of times I tell myself, if 
I am not at work when I wake, or if I don't wake up and go to work, I'm dreaming. But honestly, the the few times that I've actually gotten through, like the next day, I remember my dreams. I'm uh, I'm in a dream where I'm working, so it didn't really work for me. Wow, that would suck, man! Like having a dream <laughs> where you're just fucking working. Like no, but <laughs> no, no. well, I want to be able to do what whatever I want to in a dream i know people that they fly to other planets they right. do whatever they want uh, except for there's one guy that in this group out in california that he is a lucid dreamer and he's able to f- do anything he wants there's a building a federally controlled building on the campus of uc berkeley at least there was at the time that they did studies and other weird things in there and so in a dream he wanted to fly there and go inside and see what was in there as he was approaching the building, this guy flew out of it, put up his hand, and said, "Stop!" What and he wasn't hell? able to move anymore. Or he wasn't able to get any closer to the building. Yeah, you know, the guy flew out and said, "Stop!" And he wasn't able to come any closer to the building. It's the only time he's ever not been able to do what he wants to do in a dream. And this this guy just he was in like a black suit, just standing there, not letting him in. Dude, that's so, messed up. Weird. Oh my god. Yeah. What the hell is that about? Jesus. I think what they were doing in there were some like psychic kind of testing. So maybe the guy was able to know that somebody's coming, somebody's <laughs> consciousness is coming in here. And Heads he up, this dude's it. coming in. We got to intercept. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. So in that theory, your consciousness is actually traveling throughout the universe, which is sounds dope. Yeah, that's the instead of a dream world, you're actually projecting yourself there. That that would be awesome to be able to do as well, like astral projection. So I mean, like, but like hypothetically speaking, then I guess like if you wanted to, I, I guess like travel to the White House and see what's going on at that exact moment in the Oval Office, you could hypothetically do so then. Is that correct? You should be able to. The thing is, is it's, it's probably impossible, maybe that at least with technology and what they know now, to know if, if you're actually just dreaming and making up what's going on in your mind or if you are actually projecting yourself there. I don't know if there's any real way to tell that unless there is some sort of outcome, like the next day they have a story about an intruder in the White House, something <laughs> to verify it. Right. But it makes me wonder also, like you say, you're more or less projecting your your consciousness. Is that correct? Am I saying it right? <laughs> like, in, in, in astral projection, it's projecting your mind or, or your consciousness to another location. So I don't see why you would so be you able would to be, do it in a dream. Yeah, because more or less then you're, you're, you're a fly on the wall. So I, I would say pick a location that only one person knows about. Specifically, and I mean, they would have to know about it every little nook and cranny of a room. Um, and then describe the, the color of the carpet or the throw pillows or whatever on the couch and make sure that it's like seriously like continents away. I mean, that's what I would propose to do. So, to go outside of dreams real quick, I've been wanting to do astral projection, I've been wanting to work on it. There are people out there that can take all that they do is they get a number 
they get a number from a guy and that number is representative of a location but they don't tell the astral projection person that location they just give them the number and these guys they're able to describe in detail the location without ever knowing the place all they know is it's not even a coordinate it's just the number assigned by the person doing the study the number would be assigned to a specific location then Yes. That only the control would know about. Yes. That's amazing. So much so, and I need to look into the details of this, and we should do a show about it. There was a a guy that was doing a study. Well, I don't know. I guess it would be technically a study. He had maybe 10 people that he worked with them for three years. And he told them at the beginning, I will never take you off planet. I will never take you off planet with the thought or with in mind that he eventually one day will take him off planet but he told him I will never take you off planet it was part of the stipulation the only way that these astral projectors projectors would do it is if they knew they weren't going to be taken off planet so three years into the study three years of every few months doing one of these he decides I'm going to go off planet now and he picks the face on Mars and the two main people that can do this so detailed and well came back with the exact description of not being able to breathe they felt like they weren't on earth anymore they you know they were able to describe the sky and the sand and they said that inside of that building is a system of tunnels and networks and that was an actual city that was inundated by a flood because it's more or less uh, like the face on Mars or whatever is more or less like like a mesa isn't it Yes. I mean, we've discovered that since the 1970s when they originally found that. Um, that's really freaking interesting, though. So I don't know why we wouldn't be able to do that in a dream if you were able to train yourself to do it. Yeah, I'm just yeah, trying to crazy. think. I mean, I'm just trying to, like, kick this around because it seems like, I don't know, you can't really bring, oh, I saw it in a dream to the table, though, and be credible, right? <laughs> Yeah, unless you have a control. Like, I thought about if right. I found somebody that was able to do this, or if I was able to do it myself, if I I would put something in a box that wasn't locked, but put something in a box that they could look into in a different location and have them tell me what's in the box. Theoretically, they should be able to do it. Yeah. Shit. So if anybody out there is able to Shit. do this, please contact us because I want to talk to you. Yeah, that would be insane. I would love to see more experimentation on that. And you know, like you said, something in a box, it's not like it's something super complicated. If if someone says that they could do it, then there you go. Look at this guy. I'm getting hammered over <laughs> here. No. Nah, I'm drinking <laughs> too. I'm drinking uh, St. Pauli girl. I feel like a loser now. (laughs) (laughs) Diamond, you fucking square. Come on. (laughs) I guess you guys actually both work at schools now, but you are. Right. You have to be at school in the morning, so you might not want to be drinking. Yeah, I made that mistake (laughs) once. Never again, my friend. Never again. (laughs) I got to say, though, Mike, that I saw uh, a picture today where everybody dressed like you. Everybody was like dressed up like you. It was amazing. It was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, we ha- we're we have Spirit Week at school yeah. this week. Yeah, and uh, all the teachers. It was Twin Day, and they decided to dress up like me, which is weird. <laughs> it's really freaking <laughs> cool. 
Oh, oh my god. I love it, man. At least you have fun at work. You know what I'm saying? Like that's good stuff. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, there's always like some sort of BS going on, but my yeah. coworkers are cool, so I'm that, definitely thankful for that. Yeah, that helps a ton. <laughs> totally. Now, I want to, you know, getting back to like dreams and stuff. Have any of you guys had uh, a recurring dream? Something that uh, kind of the same scenario, basically the exact same dream over and over and over again. Uh, sort of. Yeah. I uh, so it's with this whole sleep paralysis situation. Um, my wife, then girlfriend, lived in Hoboken, and they moved into this like old church that turned into an apartment like years and years ago. Um, and I would have this dream where I'd just be chilling, like walking down the street or at the supermarket, and then I would lock eyes with a person, and I knew that that person was this thing. And you get that feeling just like, oh, shit. And then you realize that it's happening. And it's almost like when you become aware of the situation, you are, like, thrown into the sleep paralysis. Whoa. And it's like this person would change into this old woman with no teeth. And she would, I knew she was behind me, and she would gum my neck. What the hell? Wow. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I used to feel it. It was oh, a traumatic experience. Yeah. And then you so, wake up and you're you're losing your mind and you're just thankful that it's over. It's really <laughs> intense. That sounds a lot like a like an old hag experience. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I just I just saw a documentary like a couple of months ago where they brought up the hag. Yeah. And it's just like, no. No. Like, why is this a thing? I really <laughs> hope this isn't a thing. Uh it was, it was <laughs> trying to suck the life out of you, just had the wrong side of you. I, I'm oh. all fucked. Lucky me, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, lucky me. But she's like gumming um, you. Come on, man. That's nasty. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, it's geez. like, it's almost like if you took, you know, like the old Nickelodeon gack. Oh, yeah. If you filled your mouth with it and then gummed somebody, that's what it would feel <laughs> oh, That's what it would feel like. Oh, God. <laughs> Atrocious. <laughs> I used to have two reoccurring dreams. Um, but they weren't anything like that. One was I would get hit by a train. Shit. Oh, and that was mostly when I was younger. And it it wasn't too... I mean, it was bad, of course. But as soon as the train hit me, I would wake up. So I wouldn't have to be tumbling underneath and like have oh. arms and legs flying everywhere or anything oh. like that. <laughs> the other one, I was almost... I, I, physically, I didn't look like... I think of Hulk when I think of this dream because I was able to jump and then jump higher and then jump higher and then jump higher and then I was jumping over like light poles and then big buildings and stuff. It's awesome. I used to have that dream all the time and wow. I actually, when you wake up from a dream like that, you feel like you can do something like that. I feel badass that <laughs> you wake up and you're like, alright. <laughs> it's almost like that movie effect. Like after you yeah. see a badass movie, you come out of it and you're like ready to take on the world. Wow. I gotta tell you, Fast man. and the Furious happens to me every time. I had, uh, I remember I was like, I think I was nine or ten. Uh, we were living in Kansas at the time, and I remember watching a show. It was like one of those unsolved mysteries. It probably was unsolved mysteries, honestly. Um, and we watched the show. I was with my mom, my stepdad, and my brother watching the show. 
and it was all about uh, the. Well, they at least had a segment on the the Shroud of Turin, and I remember them, you know, specifically asking, you know, could this be, you know, the the burial shroud of, of Jesus? And that night, um, and I've actually had this dream. Shit, I don't even know hundreds, thousands of times since that <laughs> since I was like nine years old. Of, and this was. Right after I went to bed, I was thinking about it, you know, and uh, I'm laying in bed and drift off to sleep and I'm instantly transported to like this tunnel in this long ass dark corridor with red lighting only in certain spots. And uh, from the end of the tunnel starts coming towards me a giant um, hooved like minotaur I guess is the only way to like describe it and here comes this giant freaking thing and it's walking closer and closer and closer to me and right when it's literally like an inch away from me breathing on me is when I wake up and I'm I'm 34 fucking years old and I still have this dream even <laughs> to this day and it's really trippy um it's obviously gotten less traumatic over the years you know when you're nine that really messes with your shit but like um, you know, now I'm just like, God, what the fuck is the matter with me? You know, so it's really weird that I was thinking, you know, or watching a segment on the Shroud of Turin and then having this weird, like, demon looking thing fucking coming at me. So I don't fucking understand it at all. So do you, do either of you think that that thing was physically coming into your dreams or do you think it was just um, you making it up? Uh, what, I'm like very skeptical about it but it's weird that it only happened in this one place and it's almost like I had residual after she had moved where it would happen every once in a while yeah. but it was like you know at the time I was at my mom's house nothing nothing when I moved uh, when we you know moved out of there only in that one location which is freaking weird you know like maybe it's your psyche and you know that you're sitting there or whatever um, that was the only weird part. I would like to think no, because he was totally fucked up. But, right. You know. Damn. I don't know. I think it was just me being totally fucked up in my head. That's what <laughs> I think. I don't know. It's really weird, though. Like, let me just... I'm going to go out on a ledge here um, a little bit, because that was the exact same time... Um, like, if, you, if any of you guys have read uh, my first book, uh, When Ghost Hunting Goes Wrong, that about the exact same time period was when um, some really bad shit started going on in my life and I um, I don't know how to explain it I just I don't know like I trace everything back to the book to that one moment when I was just around that age in that same freaking house um, so I don't know if that was a weird turning point for me or not it's really hard to say because I don't necessarily believe in minotaurs. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you guys is. I'm sh I, it's probably more skewed towards the negative than the positive. I guess I had both. I, I don't necessarily think that getting hit by a train in the dream was horrible. Yeah, it was terrifying. But I don't view it as being as bad as the dreams you guys had. Because I wasn't, like, terrified of trains after that or anything. 
But I did have the positive. Have you have you guys ever had a positive reoccurring dream? I I don't usually remember my dreams. I'm one of those. Like sometimes I'll have weird, like nerdy sci-fi dreams where I'm in the future or something. That seems that happens sometimes, but I think that's just because I'm a a dork, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love that shit. The only positive I, reoccurring dream is just like me and Yasmin Bleeth, I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to have not a reoccurring dream, but a reoccurring theme for oh. four or three years, probably at least three years, maybe four years. I didn't remember a single dream that I had other than the dreams about the end of the world. Right. Like literally... I went through every possible way that the world would end. That dream where I went lucid was in that time period. But I remember one dream specifically where I was at a friend's house that I worked with. His name was Ben. And it wasn't his house. Well, it was his house in the dream, but it wasn't his house in real life. We were, it was this massive mansion. And the whole place was closed off because we knew that there were dinosaurs outside. Like they were like steel reinforced <laughs> walls. And we were in there. We were in the basement. And it, like this is like the coolest image. There was a river running through the basement, but it was lit like a pool. But it was probably 15 feet deep and we were fishing in it because there was like <laughs> marlin and swordfish and sharks and other things in there that we Jeez. were fishing for. And we were like, fuck all. We had so much fear. We were like, fuck all the dinosaurs out there. We're just going to sit here and go deep sea fishing in the basement in fuck this pool. dinosaurs. I'm going fishing. It's <laughs> amazing. But yeah, I had, I had, you know, every zombie iteration that you could think of, everything hitting the planet. I had, oh, speaking of Cloverfield type uh, characters, have you, did you see the preview for the new Cloverfield movie? With, I did. Uh, the first one, I heard a lot of people were like, kind of poo pooed it. I, I kind of liked it. The yeah. first movie. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Now is that the one with uh, John Goodman? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Ten Cloverfield Lane. It looks badass. Yeah, it does. I just it's like a cool take on it. I I'm not a huge fan of found footage movies, but I did like the first one. But this one definitely doesn't look like a found footage film, at least from the the video. Anyways, right? Uh, yeah, I had so many dreams where it was the end of the world, and I I think back and I was like, was there something going on in my life at that time that I just thought the world was going to end, but I can't I can't think of anything. It's just I know that people have at least probably ten dreams a night, whether you remember them or not. But I could only remember the end of the world dreams. I had hundreds of them. Wow, it's messed up, man. That is, that is crazy. It is crazy shit. You should just write a book. All the different end of the worlds I had. Uh, so, we should make a we should make a movie about fishing in the basement. <laughs> you gotta have the dinosaurs. Yeah, fuck the dinosaur. <laughs> I'm going fishing. Oh. Uh, yeah. So that's crazy. But have you guys, other than those two things, have you ever had an encounter with something that you believe? Other than those that you believe came into your dream from the outside I don't, I don't think so like a dream invader no just that old bitch rolls up. <laughs> the old gag, old gag bitch <laughs> I had now, one that, 
If it happens tonight, I'm going to be yeah. pissed. Yeah. Right, <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be tagging I, us in posts yeah. and be like, screw you guys. <laughs> Get in my I mind. had one in October of 2014 that was probably the scariest thing I've ever had happen to me in my life over anything I ever came across investigating and it was in my own house and I believe that it was something coming in now it could have all just could have all been one long you know very detailed dream um, but I don't think that so it was, was like one o'clock in the morning and I had been asleep for a little while and I remember I was dreaming about I was in this house doing something, probably just sitting there watching TV. I don't remember the first dream all that well. I remember the end of the first dream where I felt like there was something like I've had this really big feeling of dread, like something was there that scared me. So I woke up now. I'm sure you guys have seen it in, or felt it, and most people out there that investigate for some period of time have probably felt it. Have you ever been in a place for, you know, hours and nothing happens, then all of a sudden you can feel a change in the atmosphere and in the environment, and then things start happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So... I don't. I believe that anybody can feel those kind of changes, whether or not you're psychic or not. It's something you become attuned to. Um, so I, I believe that even though I couldn't see this thing when I was awake, that it was there. So, and I also do this other thing after investigations. I've been doing this for. Uh, I probably started a year and a half into investigating it. When I would get home, if I felt uncomfortable or if I was worried that something might have followed me home, if I was laying in bed, I'd, I'd close my eyes and picture this, like, pinpoint a light, like, six inches above my head, and I would expand it out in a, in a ball and shoot it out and, like, encapsulate my house and pushing whatever's in there out in my mind and keeping things from getting out. And whether it worked or not, it would make me feel better. I think so, that's all that's really important, though. Yeah. Yeah, now, I do think that I was able to block a psychic with this mechanism one time. And I actually mentioned that when we talked to two that. guys. Yeah. Um, anyways, so when I woke up from that first dream, I felt like there was something in the room with us. My wife was asleep next to me. My two dogs were asleep on the floor. My daughter was at her mother's house for the night, but I felt there was something standing in the room with us oppressive and wow. I couldn't see it. The room actually seemed darker than it normally was. Um, but I felt like it was there. So I started doing that ball of light thing and I felt like it wasn't working. So I just like had my eyes closed and I pictured these blasts of light going in the direction of where I felt that it was and I was tired and in doing this and having my eyes closed I fell back asleep and um, so then I had another dream where I was outside in a field of tall grass and I was walking through it and this ball of smoke about the size of a basketball really dark smoke was like swirling right next to me 
and I woke up again because this was odd in the dream and I didn't know what was going on. I felt like weird and then I woke up. I felt like it was still in the room. So I was doing that same thing. I didn't know what else to do. I was just picturing this light pushing it away and I felt like it wasn't working. I was actually becoming a little bit panicked and I fell asleep again. And then the next dream, I was in my daughter's room in an apartment from 10 years before that and I was on the floor and I remember the carpet and there was toys laying there I remember the light outside the sun and I was playing with this ball and I felt like I was waiting for my daughter to come in the room but instead of my daughter this shadow figure leans in from the doorway and like stops and is halfway leaning in the doorway and I look at it and then I wake up again and I was sitting there and I was pushing it away and I was pushing it away and then I fell back asleep again and this time I was walking through an orchard and I don't know what kind of trees it was but it was really pretty I was just walking through this orchard and maybe like two or three minutes into this dream this full demon looking figure stepped out behind a tree 10 yards in front of me and it actually looked like the Nightcrawler guy from X-Men but completely black like he had lines over his face he had pointy ears and he he had like these creases that looked like they could have been wrinkles but they were more like drawn on his body he wasn't wearing a shirt and it was just like full on right there what I would picture as a demon probably and I don't know if if this thing was really there at my house that night I don't know if this is what it looked like or if this what it wanted me to think it was I woke up again because it started walking towards me and it started freaking out so I woke up again and I was doing that light thing and I was actually trying to call out mentally to a friend of ours um, his name's Justin I didn't know what else to do I was thinking well maybe somebody else may be able to come in and help and I was just like fighting this thing and I I fell back asleep one more time but this time the dreams were completely different I didn't see the thing again but they were coming very fast the dreams were probably lasting only in my mind anyways they seemed to last only 30 seconds the first time I was in my daughter's room of the house that I'm in right now or I wasn't in there I could visually see into there and the house was on fire and the room was on fire. My daughter was screaming in the corner and her legs start burning and the fire goes up her and she's burned alive and I couldn't get in there to save her. And then it switches. It switches to this dark field like I'm in the dark in the woods. Well, no, not in the woods. In this field and there's one massive tree and behind that the fields are on fire and there's like bodies swinging from the tree branches. Fuck. And I'm sitting there watching that, and then it switches to a road where it's like desolate, but there's just lines of pikes and stakes, and there's people like impaled on them, and like all the way through. And and then the next thing I know, it's the morning. Holy fuck! I don't know if this thing, if it, I feel like it was actually something that came into my house. Like maybe it was, it was just going by in the spirit world and noticed me and wanted to come fuck with me. Wow messed up yeah yeah um i've never felt anything like that before like i get uncomfortable feelings from time to time just when i'm around the fact that i kept waking 
like if it was one long massive dream and I remembered all the details and I remember waking up and going to sleep and waking up and going to sleep that was one hell of a dream damn dude that's nuts man it's fucking terrifying though I worry that it's gonna come back How, uh, how long ago was this this was October of 2014, so it's been a year and a half. There was one other night that was last summer that I was up drinking all night. And I wasn't really <laughs> drunk, but I was up <laughs> drinking all night. And I went to bed. My wife wasn't there. And as I was going to sleep, I felt the same kind of feeling. But then I fell asleep, and I, I don't know. But I just wonder if... It makes me wonder if this thing was showing me what it wanted to do or if it was just trying to screw with me or if maybe I was able to actually like keep it at bay and it couldn't do it could just show me I don't know it's it's crazy Yeah, I don't even know, man. Like do you honestly believe though that it is something that is trying to come into your house? And like well, get into your 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 dreams, your psyche. Since it it only happened that really that one time, I feel like it was just something going by. But I mean, for the first few months after that, I there wasn't a night that I didn't go to bed and think about maybe that thing's going to show up again. Right. Yeah, it sounds like an ordeal. It wasn't just like one event. It was wake up, fall asleep, wake up, fall asleep. Yeah, terrible. So yeah, I hope that. I hope that doesn't happen again. <coughs> and like I said, I don't know if I was able to keep it from doing things or if I I just don't know. Damn man. That's freaking I mean, terrifying. I hadn't been I hadn't been investigating for about 8 months. I hadn't had an investigation. I was taking a break and stuff, so I don't think it followed me from anywhere. So I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> like honestly, I'm just trying to kick this around. Of like, yeah, what it's it- weird because like we all have dreams, and we know what a dream kind of feels like, but it's those special moments where it's just different, and that you know you can't help but kind of think about why did it feel like that? Because and you know in a dream sometimes you're not even aware, but in those, those situations you're aware. Like I'm dreaming. I'm getting screwed right now. Exactly. This is really scary. Like, what can I do to get out of this? That's not normal. It's weird. Yeah, it's like you said. You're totally aware that you're dreaming, because yep. in no way, shape, or form would this ever happen in real life. You know, um, that's what well, really weird. The thing was, is each time I went back into a dream, it was a moment of relief because I wasn't realizing I was dreaming. It wasn't until the thing showed up in the dreams that I would wake up. Shit weird unless unless it was all one dream and then the moments i was awake it awake in the dream i was aware well i wasn't really aware i don't know i don't i don't really know how to describe it i actually have a video of myself describing it all on youtube as well and i'll share that on the ectoplasm yeah do that video page too that's outstanding now i want to i want to take a little break for just a second and i want to i want to address our our good our good buddy here, Mr. Mike Diamond. <laughs> He's like, hello. Hey, <laughs> I want you to, uh, 
I mean, we we already pimped a little bit of it. Now I want to I want to I want to broad stroke pimp this some bitch. Like I really want to pimp what's going on with with Mr. Mike Diamond right now. Um, I'm actually I've had a tough time with this whole paranormal thing for for a little bit. I'm actually going through a rough patch where, um, you know, I've been trying to do this thing, and me and my buddy. Like, when I got into this, I was like, this is going to be great. There's a huge community. Yeah. Like, all these plans that I have, like, boom, 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 we're going to set it up. And over the years, it's actually been a pretty big uphill struggle. I think you guys know that um, there's pretty distinct cliques. Oh, my people God. And, Dude, oh, um, Dude. Yeah. It's it's really You and I have had conversations about that. Just about the cliques and all the cool kids and shit like that, you know. It's Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's the best thing. The cool kids. Yeah, the cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um you know, for myself, I I really think it's important and I'm kind of becoming rejuvenated. Um thanks to my buddy Chris who's like, "Yo, let's do this. Let's keep keep going on this plan." Um you know, and I know you guys feel the same way. This is an important thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's weird stuff going on. And I think it's time for people to start taking this a little bit more seriously. Not that there, I have anything necessarily against the TV shows, but when people are only doing it to get on TV, right. it's a big problem. It's like turned into this circus. Uh, people are using false information where if you easily look it up, you could, like an orb, for for instance... Not, not that there aren't light anomalies, but most of these things, you know, people in photography have been studying those orbs because they're ruining pictures. Exactly. So it's it's this known stuff that's got to go, and uh, I'm going to try to... I, th- I feel like I, I was painting two broad strokes when I started the website, and I think i got to start singling out certain people and saying, like, hey, let's let's start doing this right let's like do a little experiment and like have a group of people do it try to figure things out like why did EVP happen we should figure out how it's affecting the equipment um that's badass you know all that stuff I I feel like I'm rambling but (laughs) no 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 not at all that's freaking awesome though especially when you talk about um how how spirit energy or anything like that could affect tech now even down to I mean, strip the son of a bitch down and get, you know, how is it affecting it? You know, little by little, how is it affecting it? And build off of that. That's interesting as shit right there. Because um, most people out there, I'm sorry, like most people out there or whatever, they'll, you know, they have all these, I mean, there's tech everywhere. We have so many tech gadgets coming out of our fucking ears right now. Um, But I guarantee like half of the people out there using it can't tell you how it's working why it's working or even if it actually is working um they just know if it's got pretty lights and they're flashing and shit oh creepy shit's going on that's something we've we've actually railed about a few times and i was just going to tell mike you can never ramble on this show more than we've rambled on this show so don't (laughs) worry about it yeah that is the damn truth (laughs) but yeah you're right josh most people I, I don't know how a K2 meter works. I mean, I know theoretically, I know what its purpose is for in sure. the outside the paranormal community. I know how it, it works, but I don't know how it works internally. With the spirit. Right. Well, I mean, I can, I can, there isn't even a lot of online information about 
well, the practical use of a K2 meter. Right. You'll find that a lot with a lot of equipment, too. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, like, I know, like, right now, everybody says that we want to take a, a scientific approach to this, you know, to this field of study or whatever. The problem is it, it can't necessarily be, you know, quote unquote scientific if you can't recreate process if you can't recreate an anomaly it that's the bitch of it right there and how are you going to do that within the paranormal so I, we, we would need a controlled environment it would have to be a but, study within a lab but how do you do that do you the, make a haunted location your fucking lab well that's the thing i don't necessarily know if i believe that yeah a place can be you know we all know that um, a spirit could be just hanging out of a place, but I don't sure. think I don't see what if the proof that a spirit has to be at a certain location, like stuck there or whatever. So I don't see why we can't do EVP sessions in a, like a sealed lab and sure. possibly come up with something. I I don't know, and that's why like when I started this group ten years ago. I called myself a scientific group because that's what you were either scientific group or you were a metaphysical group or you were a combination somewhat of both. But I've completely gone away from scientific. I've completely gone away from the word evidence even because I, I don't necessarily believe what we're doing is science. I think we, we find some interesting stuff that we can't explain for sure. Well, yeah. But honestly, but I though, just don't. I just don't know. I. But see, for those of us out there, though, that are looking for a venue, like we're talking about, like I mean, this conversation that we're having right now would be one hundred percent feasible at Mike Diamond's site, paranormalwarehouse.com. Like, this is a place where you can you can speak, and you can ask questions, and you're not going to get your shit ripped apart. You know, you're, people are going to come at you with positive and creative type situations and um, feedback. I mean, that's just it. Is nobody's ripping each other apart on that site. That's what's so attractive about it. It's not the stereotypical paranormal community with a lot of, you know, jeers and snickers behind your back. It's none of that bullshit. None of that sophomoric bullshit. I mean, this is 100% just people who want answers. That's what's so attractive about this website. I love that. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I mean, you're right when you say we definitely cannot throw around the word. And I do it. I do it. It's not not a science. Um, But I do think, you know, it's all qualitative data. It's what you're observing. Exactly. Um, and I think it's correlating that data together. So we just released a, a database where it's just a simple thing. People could do investigations. They could say, I don't know, random Eastern State Penitentiary right. EVPs. And you could see, like, everybody that got them. And it's just starting off small where if things come up all the time. So say the name Ron is brought up in EVP like 56 times. It'd probably be a good idea to try to talk to Ron. And I would say so. <laughs> it's, you know, and these things are affecting the equipment 
somehow. And it's just, yeah. you know, I think, you know, we're not going to be setting up a lab anytime soon, but I think that um, baby steps towards a process to like actually figure things out. I, I definitely think it's important and it's, it's not difficult. It's simple experiments. Like what if I do this? I know, uh, this guy, Bill Hyland, um, I don't know if he thought of the experiment. I think it's actually pretty old where you get a bell jar and you can suck all the air out of the bell jar and you put the digital recorder. And if you get an EVP in there, it's impossible for sound to have been generated in there yeah. because there's no air. Absolutely. So it must've electronically affected it. And it's just, it's just these like little things that go around, and it's it's unfortunate that people um, are even wasting their money on some of this equipment that they they don't know what it is. Right. I I think that sucks that people are wasting money on that kind of stuff. Well, in um, your in your honest opinion, though, would you? I I, I see a lot of um, I don't know, especially like with these gadgets and gizmos and even apps and things like that that are coming out. It seems like weekly now. I mean, do you think that there there could be some form of charlatanism going on here? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say anytime that. Anytime you work, like, you know, they're they're busting out things on using the electromagnetic frequency. Yeah. And what people a lot of people don't know is that it, our planet makes EMF, our TVs, our computers, our phones, Everything. our microwaves. You know, it ranges from like gamma rays like all the way to x-rays and infrared it's this huge spectrum so there could be crazy anomalies shooting through our planet or like shooting from outer space that are making these things happen and but it could also be triggered by something paranormal and i think it's understanding and honing that information that's going to help like k2s are tough because they have such a wide band but there are emf detectors where you could set it on i want to look at only this oh yeah snippet of the spectrum it's pretty amazing so, how how intricate it's gotten too it's it's really impressive so well and i wasn't i wasn't trying to poo-poo anything actually i oh, no, poo-poo more, all way man no, no, just poo-poo <laughs> no I, <laughs> poo-poo all you want man <laughs> i have certain feelings on certain stuff but i don't want to try to i know it's impossible me talking about my opinion but I don't want to try to influence anybody's view on anything in that in that sense. If you want to try something, try something. If you love this piece of equipment, love this piece of equipment. I used to not hate, but I used to just roll my eyes whenever anybody talks about an orb. And honestly, I still kind of do. But if that's what that person wants to focus on, then so be it. They're yeah. not hurting anything, in my opinion, anymore. I used to think that that hurts the field, but I don't necessarily think that anymore. I mean, yeah, like, if you love a piece of equipment, like, know that shit. Exactly. Figure it out. Know yeah. exactly what it's doing. Yeah. And it's gonna, you know, worst comes to worst, you find out, oh, it's it's not picking up anything paranormal. Right. You're doing nothing but helping people out. And it might suck for yourself if you put time into it, but... You know, it might go the other way, and you say, "Oh shit!" Like, look right? at how this works. Yeah, there's absolutely yeah, you, nothing wrong with with learning a piece of equipment inside and out. I think that's only going to benefit everybody. So, yeah, and like if you love it and you're passionate about something, go for it, man. You know. But I, I I am going to poo poo on the uh, <laughs> like you mentioned earlier the clicks and the cool kids and stuff oh, like fuck. that. Yeah, the, oh. the reason well, <laughs> there there there's them out there. 
but there's an overall sense in this community and I've felt it and I've like I've even thought this as well if somebody out there gets even a location that I can't get or if they they get a piece of evidence that I haven't got that that person is going to take something away from me I because at some point everybody's thought about getting a TV show everybody's thought about this and you feel like if this person's possibly doing better than me and he might get something that I can get I have to shoot that guy down Yeah, I think there's a huge um, a huge amount of that going on out there still I think that I found a good group of people that don't do that yeah but overall I still think that everybody is trying to for the, a lot of people are trying to up one up the other people and that goes to shooting other people down as well yeah it's a big problem it's like a super immature shitty thing to do and I, yeah. I don't get it man I don't get it it's uh and the the degrees of uh people really hate each other over this oh, stuff yeah. and they'll, they'll really go out to get them it's bizarre man it's a weird adult group <laughs> that they just do weird shit man it's crazy and it happens all over the place like it's so bizarre it is so yeah, bizarre it's, it's weird i mean i th- we were having a conference in uh new jersey and i'm just trying to get out and talk uh to talk about this whole database idea and just yeah. be like yo like share 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 which we should it's not like someone's gonna steal your stuff it's all you could always link it back to yourself you yeah, know what oh, I mean? yeah exactly um and the guy was just like oh no we don't we don't share we're not gonna have you talk no why wouldn't like, you share heard what i was gonna do why like what's the point of that? I think it's what um uh, it's just that I I I want to have it for myself and if some it's weird. I don't get it. I just I don't have that mentality because if we're all after the same goddamn thing, which at the end of the day we all are because we're trying to answer fucking questions that we don't understand. Nobody gets it yet. You know, nobody understands these questions. Nobody so, gets it. Nobody really knows what happens to us after we die. Nobody so definitively when, knows that. Yeah. We're so after the I, exact same thing. <laughs> sorry, it's bullshit. No, really it's fine. <laughs> no, you're you. fine. <laughs> no, what I was going to mention is, so when I came up with trying to work on the first conference, and I was looking for different online radio shows around here, and there was a, a group in Topeka that had an online radio show. And I wanted to go on and talk about the conference. And they were all about it until... So they had events as well. Not a conference, but they had some events as well. And they had an event the week before. The weekend before. So it was a whole week away. And they said that I couldn't come in and talk about about my conference because it was a competing event. Competing. And I I think those people are still around out there. (laughs) Ask them how much their ticket prices were compared to yours, my friend. <laughs> we'll see who's competing. Yours is what ten bucks. I yeah, mean, I mean that's not even the point. It's more of I wasn't even on the same day, Jesus. and they didn't want me to talk about it in event. It's uh, that is great. It's frustrating, man. It's I I I look back and like the level of stress that this stupid yeah idea. Like the anger I get sometimes, which I know is ridiculous, but it's like, no, Yo, you're fucking me big time. Why can't you let's just do this? You Dude, know? it's Come a on. real, it's a very real thing. Yes. 
Um, but you know, I, I think, I think it's just you got to let those people go. People that are going to be super sensitive. If you say one thing about their evidence, they flip out. You got to let them go. These negative people, and it's just I think, I think we have to start forming a network of people who are doing this right and aren't ridiculous and are going to be civil and yeah. if you say something they don't believe in they're not going to freak out everyone's allowed to say whatever they want and I think if if that forms it would be so monumental just having a, a network of people that are actually working together and like yeah. doing these things I feel like it, the knowledge base and our, our what we understand would grow and I, I don't want to sound like I'm advertising this website that I have, it's it's come no, to I, I don't even care. Like, yeah, let's just do this. Right, let's make it happen because I, the I, only I thing that's going to come out of it is progress. That's the only thing that's going to come out of it, especially progress in the paranormal community in general, because you have like-minded people working towards a common goal. That's it. That's it. That's all we fucking need. <laughs> exactly. Get shit done. Get shit done. That's the new logo. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be posted up later tonight. <laughs> That'll be great. Huh. Jason, what are you digging on over there, man? I am posting to the Facebook page. Sorry. <laughs> Always a social media whore. Look at you go. Look at you go. God, I never thought I'd be into that, too. Oh, my God. Like, no, Got to set up my post for tomorrow. Doesn't it suck? It's so terrible. Honest, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> Honestly, the only reason I get on here, for the most part, is to pimp my shit. That's it, man. Pimp my shit. That's pimp the only reason. Shit. It's the only reason I have Facebook anymore. Swear to God. <laughs> Twitter sucks because I I I made the decision to follow everybody that follows me, and I love my oh. followers if they're listening. Yeah, I have like. Three over th- like thirty five hundred of them. I can't keep up with that shit. It no. flies by on the screen. Oh, you got no hope. No hope whatsoever. No You're gonna have to do some house cleaning there, buddy. I do have. You can make a list. So I've made list of my friends and people that I want to follow. So if you want to get on that list, talk to me. <laughs> you want to make the list? Oh my god, that's good sauce. So now I wanted to ask you guys. Getting back to. Um, the dream thing there was a uh, there was a documentary that just came out god it was maybe a year a year and a half ago maybe tops what the hell was the name of that documentary nightmare that's it that's dude, the one that's where i found out about the hag fuck and i was like what the fuck is this dude that that documentary Jesus. freaked me the fuck out just the way it was Am I shot to curse on this i feel like yeah. I'm no yeah god are you kidding me no it's no. great it's amazing. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> it does say explicit on iTunes, so we're covered. All right, good. Sorry, kids. Oh, no. They're Fuck fine. You. They're fine. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't seen that documentary. Dude, I, I'm not even lying, though. The way it's shot, even, is it's brilliant. It's freaking brilliant. But the stories these people have to say... Like, God dang. Like, that is Absolutely. some terrifying shit. Dude, some of the scary stuff I've ever heard. And I, you know when you can look at someone and you never really know, but, like, I totally was like, this guy's telling the truth. This guy is tormented by this awful experience that he has yeah. all the time. Yeah. 
God. Oh, man. And the, that one guy, I, I don't even remember his name or anything like that, but, I mean, he specifically remembers having these visions and these childhood memories when he was in the crib. I'm like, holy shit. You know, like, what the hell is going on here? It's, it's really weird, and, like, it's crazy how it's similar for all these people. Um, there's yeah. a, a band. You guys ever hear of a band called Dredge? Like from no. the 90s. Really good, like kind of like psychedelic-y hard rock. And oh, yeah. uh, they have a whole album dedicated to sleep paralysis. So, what the after fuck? I, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fucking awesome. I'm going to download this shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. El Cielo is the name of the album. That's it's awesome. Dope. Um, but they released the recent album. And if you see in the documentary, they, they have this reoccurring. They almost think that people say when they get abducted. They, they think that they may be having the sleep paralysis. Right. And it looks like this character with these big eyes and long fingers and so many people are all having that same thing. And then I looked at the cover, like it snapped into my mind, and the dude had like drawn the same thing. Holy it freaked shit. freaked me out. It was crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I yeah, it's just like, like the – I can't believe so many people are all having – that similar of an experience. That was the freakiest part, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But it also lends itself to, for me anyway, like to suggest that something bigger is going on here that we're not quite grasping yet. So have you guys ever had a dream that predicted the future? Ah. Let's see. I don't think so. I had more like a specific rather than um, oh, I'm gonna get laid tomorrow, or or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to meet Yasmin Bleeth, buddy. I haven't met the chick yet, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, no future dreams. So, Abraham Lincoln and Mark Twain, yeah, both had dreams about the future that came true. Weird. Wasn't Lincoln's concerning his death? Though? It was. He had a dream that, well, he had two parent. well, he had mo- multiple paranormal things ha- happen, but he had a dream where he was in a, an, in a room in the White House and he could hear, like, crying. I don't have it in front of me. I'm trying to just remember this off the top of my head, but I talked about it not too long ago. Yeah. So he went into the other room and there was um, a, a coffin. And there was a soldier in there, and everybody was kind of crying. And he, was, he talked to the soldier, and the soldier said, "The president has died." Shit. And then he woke up, and this was like a week before the uh, assassination. That's wild. Wow. wow. Damn. And then Mark Twain actually had a dream of his brother's death. So they both worked on this riverboat in St. Louis. I think it was St. Louis. No, he had the dream in St. Louis, but the riverboat had been in another city. I don't remember off the top of my head, but they both worked there. And then Mark Twain left and left his brother still working on there, but Mark Twain went to do some other stuff and he had a dream that his brother was laying in a funeral home with a bouquet of white flowers with one red single rose in the middle. Wow. And all these people were crying. So I think it was a couple months or a few weeks later, the 
riverboat boiler actually blew up and killed hundreds of people. There's like 400 people on this boat and it killed hundreds Jeez. of people. And the brother died the next day from having his lungs boiled, basically. Oh, damn. And his skin was scalded so bad he died from it. But, oh, and it was a metal coffin in the dream. So all uh, a lot of these people were lined up in this funeral home in front of a window and they all had wooden boxes except Mark Twain's brother had a metal coffin because he was sort of a ladies man and all the ladies in there pitched in yeah they got him a metal coffin <laughs> gotta get me one of those and as he was standing there looking at his brother through the window one of the ladies walked up with a bouquet of white flowers with a red rose and laid it on him wow crazy yeah Damn, man. That's freaking nuts. Now, I got to ask you guys, too, because this freaks my shit out all the time. I constantly <laughs> have dreams, and it literally, it's, have you ever been, like, shaken out of sleep? Like, are you just like, bah, you jump, and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck, it, I hate that. But mine always seem to happen, like, right at the moment when I'm about to just kick the bucket. Like, I don't know, like, I it's, and I'm still in that state where I'm, like, half awake, half asleep type shit, but I just get jarred awake, like, quicker than shit, and I'm, I'm freaked because I'm constantly dreaming about uh, different ways that I'm going to kick the bucket, and it sucks. It really does suck, um, especially when you talk about some weird shit like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me just think, oh, goodies. <laughs> Oh my god! Have you guys ever had anything like that though? Uh, what dying in a dream? Yeah, exactly. I uh, I do. I guess I guess it would be considered. I haven't had this dream in a long time, but I had it a bunch of times where it was almost like I was in a like a gun duel. You know, like turn your back and walk. Damn. And I would turn around, and it it fe- I could feel the impact in my chest, and I could actually feel my heart like becoming erratic whoa like do 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 in my chest and then i would shoot up just like that where wow. you like, kind of just wake up out of it i definitely had that at least 20 30 times in my Shit, life dude. yeah it, <laughs> wow. it was so it, like you you felt it you know it was weird i had a dream a lot like that you know this was just a single one but it was actually somebody i knew that killed me so i was actually at a church and look camp. at them again Right. <laughs> I was I was at a church camp at this time. And I was I was working, so I think I was like fifteen or sixteen. I don't think I had a car yet or I wouldn't have been at church camp. Um <laughs> but I think it so I think I was fifteen. But I uh in the dream I was sitting in my car at a convenience store, a gas station, and this girl, her name is Arcy. And she, I worked with her, and we were decent friends. She comes walking out of the gas station, pulls this big-ass gun, like Desert Eagle kind of gun, points it at <laughs> me and shoots me through the, the windshield. And I, it hit me in the stomach, and I remember in the dream looking down, and it was all red, and it, it hurt really bad and I felt like my eyes closing and everything was turning black and I was looking down and then I woke up and this fucked up thing is is I had a red dot on that spot on my stomach that day and, a, and almost like a line and it hurt 
So I don't know if something like a bug bit it. I don't think it was a bug bite, but unless like something hit me in my sleep and I dreamt <laughs> this happening shit. because of it. But yeah, I, I I told her about this dream and I asked her why she wanted to kill me and it never actually happened. Obviously, <laughs> you're like, what up with that shit? Yeah, it was so it, it was so intense because that like I've died in dreams, like the getting hit by trains and well, that's a presumed death, obviously. <laughs> and those, well, in those, I don't remember dying in those dreams. I'd wake you, up when the train hits me, damn. and I had all those end of the world dreams where things would crash into the planet and I was definitely dead. But I would usually wake up when that happened. This. I re- I remember to this day how I was feeling as like life was slipping away from me in the dream. Yeah, man, that's exactly how I would describe it. Also, like you feel like the panic and, and like the like loss of like like just almost like energy, like you're just like getting tired. It's weird. Screw that. I know. No. I feel like a bitch because I lost the duel. <laughs> <laughs> <Bullshit>. <laughs> I feel like such a bitch. <laughs> Took like, me out. Oh, Took me out hard. That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I love this dream stuff. Now, I don't know. You guys you guys would know this. In your dreams, everybody always says, oh, if you, if you die in your dream, you die in real life because your brain can't necessarily tell the difference. Is there any fact to that that you know I, of? I don't know. Like Mike's and my story, it seemed... Pretty like you're fucking dying. like you're checking out, right? <laughs> yeah. Unless, yeah, like I actually had the awareness of like, oh my god, it's happening right now. Exactly. Uh, so unless we both woke up right before our bodies or our mind died in the dreams, we we died in that those dreams. See, so and we're still here. I do know that's what know. happens. Do you to ever me. question that? You ever question maybe I died and I'm just making up all this shit in my oh, head around me? Too many times. I'm definitely on the brink of reality. I understand that. Way more often than I should be. It's messed up. Oh god, I love it. I freaking love it. I can't wait till fucking August, man. Come on. August yeah, needs man. to get here. I owe you fuckers. I owe you guys some drinks, man. That's for sure. I'll take that. No problem. Absolutely. <laughs> I need to get you guys wasted or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll be up in <laughs> your neck of the woods next month. I'll actually be That's staying true. at your house. That'll be hot. Yeah. Hey, I'm we gonna can... bring a, another bearded guy with me. <laughs> another bearded <laughs> man. <laughs> I'll astral project. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great idea. Oh my god. Why hey, Mike, you did you yep. know that we have a phone number for the Ectoplasm show now? <laughs> I was just going to no. pull that up. Oh, my God. So here's, what you, here's, your, here's your task, Mike. Yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> You're to call this number and just leave, like, the weirdest crank calls you possibly can, the weirdest voicemails you possibly can, <laughs> and just get really original with this shit. But the, uh, the number is 913 913- Seven three zero seven two five five. Um, there you go. I left a message when I was uh, I was actually impersonating an old, like an elderly English woman. <laughs> named, if you give me a second, I'll play it. <laughs> named Elsie Shagnasty. It's <laughs> oh, a lovely name. <laughs> oh my god! Are you gonna play that shit, Jason? You're gonna try it. He's gonna try it. Yeah, I have to plug in my. He's got to plug in his um, thing. 
But you can also text, and I have to say, I keep <laughs> I I don't have it pulled up. Um, our good friends out there in California, the Alps group, Angels of Light keep, Paranormal. That's right. Yes, they do keep calling and they do keep sending <laughs> messages because they feel bad because every time I talk about the fact that nobody calls us, they do call us, and I do appreciate it, girls. It makes me oh, feel gonna, warm and fuzzy. I'm harassing you guys now. It, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a little weird to me that nobody uses and abuses the number because we literally have like 574, 75 downloads per day of this show. So That's how? Amazing. Yeah, it's really good. But like, how the hell aren't you guys like doing this? Like, we're giving right. you an open invitation to just fuck with Jason. That's yeah. What so we're I doing. want I want everybody <laughs> out there to beat this phone call. Pull this From Miss Shag Nasty? Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it up? Oh, you can't hear it? No. No. Oh. Damn it. Hold on. <laughs> you gotta love it. Little Miss Shag Nasty. Yeah. We could like barely hear it, but yeah. Oh well, I had it turned up all the way. Balls. Anyways, I have to work on that playback skill, but I want everybody <laughs> to beat that. <laughs> all right, I'm on it, man. This is that's gonna it. be fun. This is gonna be fun. I can't promise it's not gonna get weird. Hey, that's that's, fine, that's you know? the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta get weird. <laughs> So, oh my God! I want to give another shout out to Justin Kyle and his comic book Extra Sensory. Go find him on Facebook. Go buy his comic book. It's pretty good. It is really good. I was pleasantly surprised. That's for damn sure. So, definitely looking uh, looking forward to more. That's for sure. So, good. Yeah, I love good comic stuff. books. I'll definitely check that out. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Freaking cool. amazing. But on that happy little note, Mike, I want well, to thank you so much for surprising yeah. the shit out of me because that was amazing. <laughs> no, I was excited uh, all week to get on here. So it's uh, awesome talking to you guys as always. Well, he's been a dick and he's been like, <laughs> he's been like saying, oh, I got a surprise for you. And it's like a week and a half away. I'm like, dick, man. I'm like, I'm like a little kid. You I'm know, sorry it was me. I'm like, you can't do that shit to me, man. I'm like a kid. And then, so we started the show just like normal or whatever. And he's like, oh, I'm going to pull somebody else into this conversation. I'm like, what? And then I'm like, <laughs> no way. Like, I saw your I saw your name pop up. I'm like, oh, my God. It's me. I had a little geek out moment. <laughs> yeah, it was good shit. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, man, definitely looking forward to uh, to August for sure. So Yeah, dude. And I'm pumped. Actually, Go on ParanormalWarehouse.com. Start a profile. Find all of us on there. Yeah, it's free, people. Yeah, it's free. It's freaking free. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to mention a few things before we cut out here. Sure. I uh, 100th episode guest. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're looking for a guest for our 100th episode. We may have multiple guests if we have multiple people. Uh, email us, find us on Facebook, call the phone number, text us, let us know you want to come on the show and why. 
Um, we're also doing a giveaway on that episode. Right. I am going to give out a phone, or not a phone number, an email address during the middle of that episode. And if you email that address, you will be in the drawing for a full spectrum camera that I yeah. modify myself. That'll be sweet. That'll be very, very sweet. So we are still we should, working uh, on our. Yeah. Go when ahead. you come up here, when you come up here next month, we you bring the camera, bring the yeah. camera that you're going to be giving okay. away, and we will take um, really dirty and suggestive pictures <laughs> with the camera, like us licking the camera and things like yeah. that. And yeah, that's what that's what we'll do. It'll be sexy. Still working on our premium content, Josh. <laughs> I know you love that yeah. term, premium. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Rate us and review us on <laughs> iTunes. We are looking at those. I actually did look on those, and I didn't pull them up, but they're all great. Uh, there's one guy that had some good uh, info. Like, maybe we shouldn't go off on so many tangents, but I think that's a little <laughs> endearing about us. We do go off on some tangents, <laughs> but that's okay. Tangents are the best. Yeah. You know, this best. one time I found $5. <laughs> <laughs> so rate us and review us on iTunes. Look me up. I'm on another show called The Known Unknowns, and that comes out. That's on 7:30 p.m. Central on 98.1 KMBZ in Kansas City. But they have an app, and you can listen online. We talk about all the same stuff we talk about here. So yeah, yeah check that out. And I'm gonna go ahead and end the show. And thanks, Mike, for coming. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it was great talking to you again, Josh. As always, I love talking to you, buddy. <laughs> and that's the kind of day it's been. I'm Jason Coops. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>